This is Aural Spaces with Stoya and Mitch, brought to you by Riffopolis Network at riffopolis.com. R-I-F-F-O-P-O-L-I-S dot com. Okay, so this is a shorter episode than usual. Uh, I had just gotten back from the L.A. County Board of Supervisors uh, hearing about um, enforcement of Measure B uh, in the first part. And I was confused by how it ended. I thought that they were uh, taking a two-week break from actually voting on it, but um, didn't catch that they actually were voting on it. So uh, after the first part was recorded, I found out all the things I was confused about and uh, read some transcripts and stuff. And uh, so then there's a follow-up second part kind of uh, where I clarify – um, what actually happened, and you hear audio from the hearing itself. Okay, so I just got back from the L.A. County Board of Supervisors public hearing meeting. I, I think I'm saying all of this right. Um, they meet for public hearings, for public comment and stuff. My understanding is the fourth Tuesday of every month, but then they also have a weekly meeting on Tuesday. And uh, so I'm not sure if there's an opportunity um, for a follow-up. But uh, right off the bat, i got to say, I've been in a courtroom um, twice this year. Well, a few times, all two different occasions, but several different times. The first one was for jury duty. And, you know, all my, all my life that I've gotten jury duty, I've, I've found a way to weasel my way out of it. And uh, I finally went ahead and like fine I can't get out of it this time I'll go to the goddamn jury duty and I hated waking up in the morning and I hated every part of it and then we got into the courtroom and it was a little bit exciting and it was for a um, child molestation trial which is you know really hard to deal with and the judge was going down the line asking if people could have like an impartial something or other and I was like the second person asked and I kind of was like well, no, it's very difficult to just look past, you know, whatever. And so the judge kind of interrupted because he was sort of seeing where the where this was going. And he was like, I just want to remind everybody here that, like, this is not about whether you think child molestation is despicable. That's, that's pretty well established. Uh, you would be a very strange person if you didn't think that. That's not what I'm trying to determine here. And, and so, anyway, he had a little speech about the importance of jury duty and, like, all this different stuff. And I, was, I started feeling that, like, civic duty. And I was like, yeah, do my thing, you know. And I went in, like, two or three days in a row while they whittled down the jury. And I did get picked. And I was on the fucking jury for three minutes or maybe 30 seconds. Uh, and then they immediately, the next lawyer was like, nope. <laughs> but I was so prepared and, like, excited to do it. And, uh, you know, you feel like a real, like, an adult. You feel like an American. I'm not, I'm not particularly a... American proud person, uh, but it makes you feel good about your like your your country when you go do things like that. And similar experience going to this, you know, you're sitting in a room with the decision makers of your county. It's a very low, you know, it starts local, you know, act local, think global, whatever. Uh, uh, and it's it that was it was kind of exciting and. Um, I didn't realize that I needed to, ahead of time, I guess, fill out a thing to tell them I wanted to speak. They just said, if you plan to speak, raise your right hand, like, stand up and raise your right hand and, you know, swear an oath. So I did ah. that. 
And then all these people were called. They called like 19 or 20 people in a row. And I was like, oh, hmm. And I thought, well, maybe those are just the scheduled speakers. And then afterwards, they'll ask for public comment. Nope. So, Did Nina speak? Was that? Did Nina speak? Nina yes. Hartley? Yes. Nina, Nina Hartley did, in fact, speak. Uh, oh, thank I'm, I'm getting a couple of names on the Free Speech Coalition's Twitter feed. They're mentioning a lot of the people that were there. That's uh, at FSC Army. Uh, yes, Nina Hartley spoke. Uh, T.S. Jackie. Uh, Jackie Blue spoke. Uh, Jiz Lee watched from home. Mia Lee, the new president of uh, APAC, Adult Performer hmm. Advocacy Committee. I was trying to figure out. I didn't know her, but she had mentioned being some part of an advocacy committee, and I didn't know until I got home looking it up that she just recently was voted in uh, a week ago to be the president. So pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. She's definitely doing her job right off the bat. Uh, Susie Q. James. Um, it was a lot. I I couldn't name everybody. I'm not I'm not that hooked up. A couple of familiar faces, and I, I couldn't tell you everybody was there. But if you go to FSE Army, they got a lot of photos of the screens and who was speaking, and you might be able to recognize some faces. Um, so first thing I noticed, and what I texted you about when I sat down, uh, was there was in the center of the room about four or five rows. Let me check my... Check my video real quick here. Um, might even been more than four or five rows. Yeah, I'd say about four or five rows of people in white shirts, which I I assumed was going to be for some like local coal workers union or something. You know what I mean? I I, I assumed something more important to them. Meanwhile, I'm over in New York. Like, oh, I was just reading this thing about this Nigerian like a so a ebby or. I'm certain I butchered the pronunciation of that, but this like thing where like they all wear the same fabric when they have a party. Um, fun fact. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, this was kind of it was weird. And then I saw one woman stand up from there to like use the bathroom or something, and on her shirt it said "Enforce Measure B." And then I was like, "Wait a minute!" So I stood up and kind of walked towards the front and turned around, and all of them were wearing "Enforce Measure B" t-shirts. And I'm not good at estimating crowd sizes, but I'm going to say – I'll just speak to uh, – it seemed like maybe 80 or even 100 people total were, were in the audience part of the thing. Uh, oh and I would say 65 to 70 percent, if not more, were those people in the white shirts. Oh. I mean you saw – I showed you a brief video that I took. You could see the, the amount of them when they were all standing Yeah. Uh, that was a majority of the room, a uh, vast majority of the room. Um, and then uh, of the people who went up to speak, I would say there were two people calling themselves former performers. I have no information on whether or not they were. They didn't give their names. Um and then the fucking yeah, mentioning a stage name would do a lot for like transparency there. I yeah, feel like, yeah, yeah. like I know whenever I've commented on the adult industry, I always <laughs> like exo stoya. Cause that lets you know like, Oh, this person, I can Google it and see them having sex on yeah. camera. Yeah, they must just know a, a, a little bit. Face or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, and I don't, I mean, that's the thing is I don't know if they were like, you know, oh, that's my shame behind me, whatever. So there was those two. Then there was the fucking cock bag uh, from the AHC, the AIDS Healthcare. AHF. HF, yeah, AIDS Healthcare Foundation, yeah. which is, is. Okay, I called them the AIDS Healthcare Federation one time in print. <laughs> it was just like a Freudian slip. and <laughs> That is far more accurate. <laughs> right. Yeah, there. It's not. It's not so much a foundation oh, of hi, anything more than uh, yes. Brocky's saying hello. Uh, it's it's more of a uh, Weinstein's uh, one of his little uh, places he can throw money to try to pass props. Both of his props got shot down in our last um, election. We had a little. It was the one in January, I think, or February. I don't know. It was a few months ago. And the two that were on there were the uh, there was one about housing and one for uh, prop. I want to say thirty four. I have to look it up. Um, which was what was that? That was the one that was the overreach where uh, essentially like an extension of the twenty two fifty seven laws that like as a cam performer you need to have publicly available information on your personal information. Oh my god! Yeah. It, it was it was overreached to a degree that was disgusting and sickening. So uh, anyway, that got shut down pretty. pretty I'm just, is there any other industry where you have to like hand over your social security number to do your work every day? Uh, well, I mean, obviously, any industry where you have to fill out a W two, then yeah. But not, but that's kept with the you know the custodian of records for that company. It's not like the the boss or the CEO ever looks at that. I don't even think he's allowed to, you know, I don't know. I don't know how that works, but yeah. um, there's got to be some privacy to it. But yeah, it's not, it's not available to the public. I can't, I can't get any information on uh, a Google employee, for instance. I mean, um, I guess, yeah, W, W9s. Yeah. You do I have think. to hand over your SSN for any job, but still, like, yeah. you don't have to wear it on your name tag. Right. So um, I think... I want to say there were four people that spoke for enforcing Measure B. And they went weirdly right after, one right after another. And the whole time they were speaking, the the white shirts were standing. Mm. And the moment it went to, I'm an adult performer, on cue, they all sat down. Which is suspicious. Uh, I'm trying to think of what order to go in here. There is a tweet that I will link to well, uh, in this description. What is suspicious is hopefully the thing you're going to get to next. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So that's one – let's just go with the white shirt suspicion thing, right? So the suspicious thing about the white shirt crew, uh, not 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 just all of the things that I mentioned. And and again, the median age of that so group – far, So that? far, this could be – so far, this could be a – synchronized concerned community appearance right it like could this be. could just be a very well rehearsed group of concerned citizens yeah but well but but right off the bat you go okay but who organized you people who organized to get you there what group are you representing if it's the aids healthcare federation uh then i guess but why do they have individual advocacy members that seems very odd. That's an odd thing to do. And the, the median age of that group, I would guess, is in their 60s. Mm-hmm. Like, n- not a one of them looked under, I'd say, late 40s. And most of them gray hair. So I would guess, you know, older retired people. 
that <laughs> out for a day trip. Um, and that again, why are why are you? What does this have anything to do with you? Like, how did this doesn't affect you in any way whatsoever? Um, so it, that that all seemed very strange. But then a few minutes before we started this podcast, I saw a tweet from uh, Janice Jan- Griffith. What's that? Janice Griffith. Okay, you knew. I just it said Janice Triple X. So yes, yeah. Janice Griffith. Uh, which was a video where they're all standing. And I did, in fact, see after the thing that they were all standing in a line, which I thought was a little strange outside of the boardroom, um, outside of the courthouse, whatever you want to call it. Um, and she posted a video where they're standing in a line and they walk up to somebody who ha- hands them an envelope of indeterminate contents. And she's saying, look, they're all getting paid. Now, there's no evidence to, or there's no um, damning evidence as far as, yes, look, there's cash or there's a check, but you wouldn't see that anyway. It's an envelope. Yeah. Uh, But she says, look, they're all getting paid. And the guy handing out the envelopes turns around and starts putting his hand on her camera and shoving her away. No, actually, you know, now that I'm looking at it, those are the envelopes at the little clear see-through window, Mm. which is where you'd put a check. Towards the end yeah. of the video, there is a brief moment. Uh, uh, yeah, that sure looks like a check to me. Um, okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, there's not much else you would put in those envelopes. Exactly. And as soon as so, she says, look, checks. they're getting paid. Now, if I'm part of an advocacy group and somebody thinks I've been paid to be there, my first inclination is to say, no, we're not. They're handing us pamphlets for the next event. Or something. You would tell this person, oh, what appears to be one thing is actually this other thing. Yes. Nobody does that. They're all just yelling at her, calling her a whore and, you know, putting hands on the camera. And I don't know. Uh, So. I'm inclined to believe that they were, in fact, paid you know, actors, essentially. Not, you know. I'm inclined to believe it as well. I just felt the need to do this with some oh, some, some journalistic integrity absolutely uh and I'm, I'm not a journalist but i'm trying to do that as well it like i said the whole thing seemed weird to me you know i was texting you the whole time i was in the room um and i was like this is a little odd this is a little odd now talking real quick there the the two uh i'm putting in air quotes former performers because again there was no stage name no real name the girl they had there I'm sure video will come out. I mean, apparently video transcripts are posted onto their website like 24 to 48 hours after. So you could probably look this up for yourself. Okay. But if you had a former adult performer that you wanted to uh, hold up as like uh, a symbol of integrity and and I have thrown away that icky, icky life, uh, do you think you'd um, put her in... uh, uh, glasses and and well manicured hair in a slight ponytail and a uh, paisley yellow dress. I mean, <laughs> possibly, actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's my point. It's like somebody cast her out of a movie. I'm not saying that she was, you know, an actor like faking it or anything else like that. Just the 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 costume was a bit much. Mm. You know, it was 
oh, I don't know. I was I was taken advantage of, you know. But her testimony, as you heard on the on the video that I sent you, um, was not really a testimony about the the law or the reason for the measure. It was just pornographers are a bunch of liars and they break all the laws and they will not respect your law and screw them for saying $1,600 is too much. Yeah. Uh, I'll do a quick for people at home that may not know what we were discussing. Um, the measure B is a is an L.A. County law about using condoms in porn. It's an L.A. County law that was backed by a man named Michael Weinstein with the L- AIDS Healthcare Foundation. And he has a history of being very, very concerned with how the health and safety regulations in pornography are handled. Um, the way that it functions is everybody on like their word gets tested and requires tests <coughs> from each other. Or if they're a director or producer, they require tests from the talent. Um, and that's that's all voluntary. The adult industry has been doing that for years. But Michael Weinstein has his own opinions. Um, his opinions are that condoms are safe. <laughs> and while they may be much safer than like willy-nilly bareback, they don't prevent a couple of things. <laughs> Um, including herpes. So there's a thing to be concerned about there. And also more importantly, they don't have a 100% success rate. So without the, um, without the testing occurring, people derp, let me start over. Um, no, no, you got, you get the right. There's a reasonable feeling concern that if everybody switched to condoms, testing would fall by the wayside because it is expensive to get it done as often and like as thoroughly as we do in the It's like every two weeks, right? Uh, most, most producers require every two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's a significant financial burden, but we do it anyway. And um, yeah, so the yeah, worry no work. Yeah. the worry is that that voluntary system would fall apart. And when the Ninth Circuit vo- voted to uphold Measure B, Measure B was a condoms in porn law. When the Ninth Circuit voted to uphold it, they reduced, or by the time it got there, the definition of sex had been reduced to penis in vagina or anus. So, so if no that's oral. going on, right. then you have to use a condom. But if it's not, then it's not sex, which is alarming in like 15 different ways. But also, most importantly, oh my god, guys, antibiotic-resistant gonorrhea. Yeah, like we can't we can't just be like condoms, we and then like neglect oral sex and all of the just like God, it's a it's a terrifying world out there. Um, yeah, you know, Ebola can live in semen for like way longer than it lives in the rest of the body. Right. Well, the 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 the, the logistics, however, of enforcing Measure B are are a fucking nightmare, as one might imagine. And there's not like – it's not like there's budget – there's any movie money in the budget or room at all to hire 
a health professional to go to every fucking porn shoot and go, hey, let me see your penis. You got a condom on that thing? Wrap a condom on that thing. Especially when they're considering camming to be porn. Yes, exactly. It would be one thing. I mean, it would be an onerous thing, but it would be one thing if they were only going to charge, like, production studios or, like, have a rule about tripods. Like, if if you have... Camera touching the floor, like whatever it is, but like that would be one thing. But we're talking about individuals who work on cam. Yeah, there were mo- there was quite a few um, cam performers uh, there testifying. So uh, that was a big thing. Now, what what the the purpose of this particular thing was? That it's proposed that you would get a permit, a yearly permit. To uh, allow to be performed, and was it sixteen hundred dollar fee? Was it every two years or once a year? Yeah, they they. I found out today during the thing that they were saying it would be every two years, so essentially eight hundred dollars a year. But I'm like, well, you can put it that way, but that's not how fucking finances work, especially if you're an independent producer. What that is is one day you owe sixteen hundred dollars, and you don't have to worry about it for two years. That doesn't mean that you're paying. Over the course of two years for $1,600. That's an entirely yeah. different thing. It's one-time fee, which would kick a lot of people out of the industry. Just yeah. from the word go, they'd be like, well, fuck, I don't have $1,600. How am I going to get $1,600? Well, I or they'd go be moving to other states or, where they can cam in peace. Yeah, or a different county. And guess who's going to get the tax money from that? Not fucking Los Angeles. No. So that's what the that's what the hearing was about today. Um to, to get everybody caught up. Um, the other adult performer or former adult performer that was um, pro enforce the measure, um, I think was a, a gay performer. Uh, and he said that over the course of, I think, six or eight months, he had contracted and he went down a list. And, cl- and one of them included HIV. And I was thinking... How rarely were you getting tested that in six or eight months you got gonorrhea, herpes, uh, HIV, and chlamydia? Yeah, another thing that listeners might not know is that there is a historical divide, although that has been changing, between quote-unquote straight performers and quote-unquote gay performers. Mm -hmm. Um, Historically, (laughs) for... Mm -hmm. Basically, the um, DVD and internet era, um, or early internet, DVD and pre-Manwin era. Yes. The, <laughs> at the golden years. <laughs> <laughs> the long, long ago. Uh, uh, but during that period, basically, the gay performers didn't test because, quite understandably, they were averse to forced testing and outing of sexually transmittable infection status because in the 80s and 90s when people were in a huge fucking panic and this is continued to this day people would assume that a homosexual person must have AIDS and get really hysterical I see I see so they didn't test so his his story holds up it's just a very unfortunate side effect of uh, bygone era there's an important part of, um, I guess, like nuance, which is that now a lot of the gay companies do test. Some of them don't, and some of them 
like some straight companies like don't particularly care or don't particularly follow the general pornography guidelines or whatever. Um, so it does make me wonder who he was working for and what the hell he was doing in his spare time. Right, right. And, I, and that's just it. I mean, there's none of that information's there. It just seemed odd to me that, you know, the heart goes out to him. It's a very unfortunate position to be in, but I don't, I, I feel like he's arguing from the wrong side of this thing. Um, it, you know, anyway, that was, that was another of the former, uh, adult performers that they had. It was just two of them, really. Then, then old cockbag himself. Um, I don't remember oh, his boy. name, but the, the lawyer. Weinstein. What's that? Wait, Michael Weinstein or a different guy? No, was a, he was like the lawyer for them. For, okay. uh, for the AA, you know, the, for the Federation. Um, and yeah, he was just, I, I, you'd have to, the transcript will be up in like 24 hours. So, you know, there'll be places to, I'll, I'll update the description on this when that happens. But um, yeah, just, it was not, it was not good. And then, um, and I, I, now I think everybody was given a minute and a half to talk. So I was like making notes in case I was allowed to talk. But, mm-hmm. um, and I was gonna pra- I was gonna do like a like a riff sort of thing. Just gonna go, you know. I got some notes. I'm gonna see if I can get it out well, in a minute and a half, it. kind of thing. Well, I'm gonna see if I can do it. Um, Meow. Let's see here. Pixel has commentary. All right, you gotta you gotta stop watch handy. <laughs> um, I can I can actually watch on the side of the Skype call. Oh yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And go. I uh, sit here in a in a hall of irony as the uh, uh, etched into the wall of this courtroom in big gold letters it says this country is founded on free enterprise cherish and help preserve it and yet here we are today sounding like we're doing the polar opposite of it uh, there's been many discussions about how uh, what the what the fee will entail and who it applies to and oh it won't apply to cam girls because it only applies to employees. Um, what clearly no one in this room seems to know is there are no performers that are also employees. All of them are independent contractors on 1099s. So who in fact is going to pay the fine? Seems like no one. Seems like you'll never get that because there's no employees. It's a it's a giant waste of money. There's there's no way to offset the cost of having constant supervision of humans on an on an adult porn set that they don't want to be there in the first place and making them watch this stuff and checking everybody's genitals for things. It's never going to be made up for that. The AHF does not care about sexual health. This is a witch hunt to vilify adult performers. If they cared about sexual health, they would put money into sexual education, teaching the youth. I do that with uh, another adult performer friend of mine. Uh, we, we do sexual education tours, uh, live speaking engagements. They would maybe put more money into multiple testing facilities, maybe helping to offset the cost of getting tested if they cared about health, but they don't. They just think porn is dirty, icky, and we're all dirty, icky people, and this is a witch hunt. Ta-da. That was a minute 45, but it oh, was good. Oh, see. All right. Well, I tried. Anyway, that was that's about that's about the best I could come up with on the top of my head. So. Yeah, I don't know where people get these ideas that like porn performers are employees. I mean, the contract girls oddly, the ones named contract girls. Um 
like a definite argument could be made that they're employees depending on how the company treats them. But 1099s, man. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, exactly. It's all 10. That's what I was, it was amazing to me that nobody brought that up actually, because it was, it was by the enforced people. They were like, first of all, we're talking about employers, employee relationships. And I was just thinking, oh, you don't know anything. <laughs> you don't know anything yeah. at all about the industry. Find me a performer that's an employee. Yeah. Find one. I would love to see that. Um, so anyway, um, Wrapping it up, uh, it got to the end and uh, public comments were ceased. And then they – somebody from the – I think the Board of Health, as far as I could tell, uh, it, I, I, I guess because they said public commentary has finished, uh, the, the Board of Supervisors, just the three people um, – uh, yeah – they said that the public economy was over, and then a, a lady uh, said something about health, uh, board of health, I think something. I, I suspect that she would be somewhat in charge of putting together the crew of people to go out and enforce this stuff. That's uh-huh. the best I could figure. Um, she had a back and forth with the board, and a female board member uh, from the I think second district or third district, something like that. In the center, um, there was only three people on the board that I could see anyway. And she was grilling the public health lady pretty well. And, for instance, she said, um, she said, with all other health code laws, for instance, uh, pertaining to restaurants, as you know, being on the public health, blah, blah, uh, restaurants pay a different fee for various things. Of their based on their size, a, a large restaurant pays a lot of fees, and a very small little mom and pop shop, not as many, or not mm-hmm. in larger amounts. She says, "Why is there no sliding scale here?" Clearly, there's a lot of independent performers we've heard from today. Uh, I'm I'm doing I'm paraphrasing as best I can, so this is not direct yeah. quotes. She says, "There's a lot of independent performers here today that I could see how $1,600 would greatly impact their income." But then you've got the large companies that are making the billions of dollars that, you know, could afford the fee. So where are you drawing that line? Why is there not a slight scale? And the lady didn't really have a whole lot of answers. She said, well, it's a different situation because how do you figure out blah, blah. So employee size maybe could be a way to figure it out. Um, Yeah, on the books, zero. So. Production budget like doesn't SAG have a whole scale system that they use for stuff that could be I looked at so. and I transplanted. I don't. I mean, these people they go to universities to learn how to be government people, usually, mm-hmm. and they spend all this time like focusing on workers' rights and employee protection. And you would think that they could come up with one or two ideas, like. <laughs> yeah, you'd think you'd, you'd, it would it would stand to reason, but yeah. uh, I, well, I don't really remember what the the public official was saying. She basically seemed like she was repeating, uh, uh, you know, sound bites or something. Mm. Uh, I can only I can only say that uh, I can only say with some confidence that she clearly didn't make her point, 
based on the fact that at the end of that questioning, the lady who was asking her questions said, I, can we can we not vote on this today? I think mm-hmm. I need like two more weeks to go over this information and figure out why there isn't a sliding scale, if there could be one, or maybe we can't pass this right now because we have too many questions that aren't being answered. And so then the, the gentleman who I believe was running the meeting asked the public official or the health official, hey, uh, is there a time sensitivity on this? Is there any reason we can't postpone a vote for two weeks? And she said, no, but we've got all the data. We've done all the research. So there's really no reason for that. But I don't have to have a vote today. And then he asked somebody else, there was a lawyer or something off to the side, asked if he agreed that there was no time sensitivity. And he said, yeah, that's fine. So unanimous vote, withhold. Mm-hmm. Unanimous. So that's cool. So it's a small win, small victory that there was no vote today. Okay, this part was recorded the following day after I had gotten more information. And uh, it starts with me playing the part from the court proceedings that confused me. Uh, so you can hear why I may have been confused. And then we discuss kind of the ramifications of it. And there is a uh, much complaining towards the end of the thing um the, it sounds like they're going to go to a vote and then one of the board members uh requests two weeks to uh go over everything and i if you listen you can kind of hopefully i'm not the, the biggest dumbass in the world but you can kind of see where one might be confused if you missed one sentence, because there's one part where the lady uh, who, who brings up the objection says, I withdraw my objection. And the, then the guy says, OK, motion to proceed. I assumed that meant, OK, yeah, we're going to wait two weeks. But instead, they were actually doing the vote. So here's here's that part. OK. Force. There are no further uh, discussion. Uh, please, our objections. Uh, Mr. Chair, is there a yes. reason why this has to be voted on today? Can I continue it um, two weeks to get some more information? Because I'm not entirely convinced on the sliding scale as it relates to, I mean, unless you feel it's necessary. Uh, we probably should uh, get some insight or feedback from the department or the CEO as, as, as it relates to time sensitivity. Uh, have you inquired of the respective entities or your staff, uh, Supervisor Barger? In terms of any time sensitivity issues, yeah, I, I mean we don't we don't uh, know of any time sensitivity issues. Um, I think uh, for us, we uh, the lady talking is uh, the Department of Public Health. Like we've complied with the law, we've worked with county council. I'll say that closer to the mic. The, the lady talking right now is Dr. Barbara Ferrer or Ferrar, F E double R E R, Director of Public Health. Uh, the other two people talking are the Board of Supervisors. Council, we've worked with the Auditor Controller to set the fees. I'm not, I'm not sure that even with a review that would get changed because I feel like there's been a really diligent process that we've right. gone through. Thank you very but much. But we're happy to yeah. honor whatever the Board's Thank request. Thank you. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to take Hold a vote on. today. Uh, CEO, any sensitivities in terms of time or whatever? Uh, what's your pleasure, Supervisors? Uh, I withdraw my request. We can vote today. Yeah. All right. It's been properly moved. Uh, as a second. It's been seconded. Uh, please record a unanimous vote. And that will be the order. Next item, please. 
My mic's on now? Yes. Okay. Robust? A robust process? She thinks that was a robust process? <laughs> yeah, they, the fucking Measure B has been on the books for five fucking years. And this proposal was sent to the board a month ago. What robust fucking bullshit. But That's you, about as robust as my bust. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, now. Now you see. I want, it, I want like Annie Sprinkle size robust for this. Like they've had plenty of time to figure out how they're gonna fund enforcing this law and like kick around ideas uh-huh. and. And and they, this is the best they could come up with. They took a month. This was the best they could come up with. They took a month during the what is it a hearing? Was that a hearing? Yes, uh, board of supervisors. Uh, 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 I guess their monthly meeting. I, I'm not sure how to phrase it. Okay. Yeah. So during the meeting, someone brought up the idea of a sliding scale in context of an already existing precedent, which is the restaurant industry. Mm-hmm. Like what the. Uh, I want big old giant hanging, squishing, projecting titties level of robust here with mm-hmm. the amount of time that they've had. I don't I don't want, you know, svelte, lean, nineteen twenties figure. I want like the Gibson girl era. R- Russ Meyer, you know. Right. <laughs> uh yeah, so uh, where it was confusing is I didn't hear the lady say, uh, I withdraw, we can vote today. I did. I missed that sentence. So when he says, uh, motion to move, I was like, oh, they're going to move it two weeks. Which is you know? a totally understandable assumption. I mean, when you listen to it, if you missed that one sentence that she said, and she's very quiet, um, if you missed that one sentence, you could be, like me, confused that they actually voted right then and there. Uh, and and the other part was there was no sound, not a single boo, no clapping, nada. So that that'll clear up the uh, the end of of what I was saying yesterday. But also, uh, as I sent you, there was an updated tweet where someone else got on camera. I saw that, Brad Armstrong. Irrefutable proof that these people were paid 50 bucks a head in little Visa gift cards. <clears throat> now, just by way of interview, I don't know if there's any footage of it, but there, there, a lot of people on the scene have reported that the people that were there had no idea what they were doing. They didn't know anything about Measure B. They were hired off Craigslist and given a T-shirt and said, we'll give you 50 bucks when it's over with. The only thing is definitely proven is that they did in fact stand in line afterwards and pick up $50 gift cards from little visa gift cards that that part is on video and the the guy holding the camera says now what is that he said oh it's a $50 gift card visa gift card and he turns his camera to the left and he the the guy he's talking to is holding the gift card then he turns the camera to the left and you can see more people picking up the exact same envelope so one that's heinous and mm-hmm. two I'd seen a picture from Brad Armstrong so I don't know if he's where the video came from. Yeah, I sent you I tweeted or I, I linked it to you but I can also okay. absolutely right. 
Uh, I just want to double extra check that that was Brad while we're handing out credit for actual journalism. Yes, that was that. I'm almost certain that was Brad. I will uh, double check, but uh, and I believe he spoke as well at the at the thing. Yeah, that was Brad. Brad Armstrong. Okay. I thought there was a Tim Armstrong there too, but I'm probably wrong about that. It was hard to pay attention to all all the people that were there. Um. Oh, and the yes, definitely um, was Brad Armstrong. Here is the video the in question. Former male performer is um, Derek Birds. Okay, and his his acquiring of HIV is questionable. Like where where he got it from. Um, there were, I mean, you never know if ads on escorting sites are true or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fun fact for the listeners, <laughs> sometimes they'll use a porn star's picture, like a famous porn star's picture, and then when you call to try to book them, they're like, oh, she's not available. Can I suggest someone who looks presumably somewhat like her? Um, mm, yeah, yeah. No, that's – yeah, that, that's the I, – I figured if you've ever been to Vegas, you figure that out pretty quick. Because I mean, those I guys hand so. you those cards, and on every card you're like, "I know her. That's you know Aiden Star. That's Stoya. She's not in Vegas, you know." <laughs> yeah. Also, Stoya doesn't escort. She doesn't have the temperament for it. Please stop spamming the Hello Stoya contact form with requests for that. Oh, uh, yeah, I could not see you having the temperament for escorting. Uh, <laughs> I'm a shit waitress, and I'd be a shit hooker. Were you a shit waitress? I was such a bad waitress. Okay. Yeah, well, if you're a shitty waitress, then you're definitely going to be a very bad escort. It just all comes down to customer service, and I don't have that. that. All right, yeah. Anyway, yeah, if you look at the the link I sent you, uh, you can see, in fact, that he starts with a close-up of a guy holding the the inside of the letter and the Visa gift card with instructions on how to activate it and things like that. And he says, what is that? He says, a $50 gift card. And then he oh goes over to other people and they're holding a very similar, you know, it's about as smoking gun as it gets. As far as I'm concerned, I don't I don't have any reason to doubt the authenticity of anything in the video. I agree. Uh, and I, what, what bothers me the most is. It, the this board of supervisors looking out at the audience at, you know, the voting public would be rightfully forgiven for assuming that the public gave this much of a shit about this. Could we could we call them paid protesters? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Or paid supporters? I don't know if they were really protesting anything. Oh, yeah, I guess cuz you know they were getting what they wanted there in theory should they have had any understanding of what measure B was? They were definitely astro astroturfers. That's definitely an astroturfing, uh, you know, the fake grassroots kind of thing. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I don't know if that affected the vote of the board of supervisors. Now, what really bothers me is that Susan Kuehl was supposed to be on the board that day, but she took the day off. And I want, I would, I didn't know that until after the fact. Now, Susan Kuehl is in charge of, uh, she's like the spearhead for the L.A. County um, uh, uh, proposal of measures for for how to deal with legal legalized marijuana because California has legalized it. But not every county has figured out exactly what that means yet. 
Mm. All we have right now is the weirdest legalized marijuana laws I've ever heard of. You cannot buy it nor sell it, but you can give it away. <laughs> You're allowed to smoke it with it with, on private property uh, or certain designated public property uh, where there's otherwise not anyone – any children around uh you need to be over 21 to possess it if you're under 21 it's the equivalent of a shoplifting charge mm. and it does not go on the does not does not uh, account as part of the three strikes rule <clears throat> anyway kuhl is is kind of the head of that and i i read a little interview with her where she was explaining you know how they plan to tackle the thing and she was very open and honest and cool about it and was like, I don't really like weed. I smoked a little bit when I was in college. Not really my thing, but I don't care. There's no reason that it should be illegal. Uh, I just want to make sure. You know. What's that? I love weed. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, the West Coast, is, uh, as far as I'm concerned, is now the smoking section because it's, it's legal from sea to shining sea um, all along the West Coast and Colorado. So, fun I'm really thinking about leaving New York, not necessarily for the West Coast. Yeah, but well, you I'm not going to gonna like, move somewhere just because of marijuana laws. But yeah, I got it. Well, she's uh, she's interesting. There's a video. I don't get stoned that bad. There's a video I might have to I might have to include in the description for this episode where she's um, a, a guy uh, starts accusing the board of being anti-Semitic. And she cuts him off and calls him an asshole. <laughs> she was like, I'm a Jew. And, you know, it's, it, was very, it was actually pretty cool. I didn't think that you were allowed to call somebody an asshole on a board of supervisors meeting, but apparently you are. So she was she yelled at him real quick. Then she reset his time and said, it's fine. We're good. Don't have to eject, don't eject him. He has a right to speak. Let him start over with fresh time. She sounds amazing. She she is. I'm I'm bothered she wasn't there. I think she would have been a voice of reason. I'm um, gonna go with outmaneuvered on this one. Yeah, yeah. The the fuckers they bent us over and got us good bastards. Uh, well, so, so that's you know, the, me and my negative impact on public health over here. That's yeah, yeah. That was see. So you should have been there. You could have just lifted up your top and you know shown them. The negative impact on public health. <laughs> like, hey, remember when the guy who was found with like girls in sexually sexually suggestive positions done up like cows on his website on like the server? He was one of the judges on the Ninth Circuit ruling, I believe. Hmm. I had no idea. I used to be like, hey, remember when that guy called me a dirty whore in the bad way? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah. God. So that's where we're at. Um, now, I, I'm guessing there. Yes, I'm looking at the video now. Brad Armstrong did, in fact, um, uh, speak at the hearing. Uh, that's he, wicked pictures, right? Yes, yeah, he's a director for Wicked and has been for a long time. He's also married to Jessica Drake, who is a delightful human being. I think she also spoke. Um, his, uh, my recollection of his uh, his testimony was that um, he's one of the few producers in L.A. County that actually pays the current Measure B fee. <laughs> and uses condoms in his productions. Yeah, yeah. 
So um, I'll be linking the AV. There's an AVN article that's really, really detailed about everything that went down. Um, detailed to such a degree that even though I was there for all of it, I was it clarified a lot of things I didn't realize. So mm. I would recommend anyone interested go ahead and oh here I can show you a screenshot of the female former porn star to show you what I mean by dressing her up to look as innocent as humanly possible. Once again, I I don't know who that is, but... Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know who that is, but that's what she's wearing. She's, you know... I guess it wasn't a yellow dress. I thought it was a dress, but it looks like just a windbreaker or something but yeah and she looks like she just wandered in from like senior year in iowa or something yeah exactly exactly so um and while and it it was i don't know how they arranged it this way i don't know if it's the way that the city does it like the the board of supervisors does it when you when you register to to um uh testify i'm not sure if they go okay we'll have all the fours or we'll have all the againsts speak first and then the fours. But it's it, there was essentially against, 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 and then three or four that were for enforcing, and then the rest were against again. As soon as Nina Hartley took the stand, they all sat down. Mm-hmm. Widget, Puff, can you stop that, please? So, yeah. Can you destroy the bed instead? They were flanked on each side. By the by, people again by essentially the industry and people in and around the industry. Um, what's interesting is the other former porn star that the male former porn star uh, Derek Burtz. What's that? Derek Burtz. Okay, yeah. Uh, looking at the video when he's up there um, below his name, it says AIDS Healthcare Foundation. Yeah. So, all of the ones that were speaking in favor of enforcing it, except for one person, the female former porn star, who I told you, except for her, every single person who wrote, who who testified for enforcing it was on the AIDS Healthcare Foundation. Which is just, and it's the AHF is a giant in the AIDS healthcare sector, like. They're big and they get a lot of donations. And the fact that those donations were going to pay people, some of whom apparently didn't even know what Measure B is, to I think it was I was either Janice Griffith or Jessica Drake that tweeted that one of the uh, AstroTurfy enforced Measure B t shirt people, the white shirts, as everybody's been calling them. Uh, one of the white shirts asked for her autograph. <laughs> oh God! Um, yeah, I, I have no way of uh, verifying that, but that doesn't sound unreasonable at all. Uh, again, well, video proof that they were paid to be there. Whether or not they knew anything at all about it, to me, is it completely inconsequential. This is absurd. It really is. Ah, there's Nina Hartley speaking. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's that's how it all went down. And uh, it hasn't been enforced yet. They still need to finalize all the details and shit like that. 
I'm fully unsure if there's a way to appeal this. I've got to feel like there is. I mean, Measure B was already appealed, so and it was upheld. So I wonder, like, I wonder if maybe just the the fees or the way that they're done could be appealed. Yeah, yeah. Um, it says that it was continued from the meeting of seven twenty five seventeen. So. It looks like last month they had a they also had a meeting about this. Okay. Which is probably why all this stuff came together in that in the last month. Uh I, I'd have to look at the, the transcript or something from July twenty fifth. Uh my speculation here is that AHF probably went to the board and said, Hey, we need to do something about that measure B. And then the board was like, Come up with something and we'll talk about it next month. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Um, and it's odd to me that the lady from the from the Department of Public Health. I mean, you're not supposed to lie on the stand, but she's saying that they reached across the aisle and all this different stuff. And we worked with so on and so forth. But every person who fucking spoke, including the head of the uh, adult industry. Oh, God, what is it? The coalition, the uh, adult performer Adult Performer Advocacy Committee. Thank you. Yes. Uh, APAC and the Free Speech Coalition, FSC, uh, they had people, both of them had representatives speaking at this hearing, and both of those parties said they didn't reach out to us for shit. We tried to work with them. They told us to go fuck themselves, or, you know, paraphrasing, of course. Yeah. Um, Go fuck ourselves, but with lots and lots of barriers. Yes, go fuck ourselves, but with like you know, eight trash bags. Uh, but only, but our body. only if it's penis and vagina or anus, because otherwise, measure under measure B, it's not considered sex. What's Just, weird is the Department of Public Health lady did in fact mention oral sex. Really? Yeah, it's I. I just remember her saying the words. That's it has it has been a long time since I read the Ninth Circuit's decision. So I might be incorrect there. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, again, I'm, I'm looking for her. Let me just part. double check. I'm looking for the part that she um, that she um, testified. But I remember hearing her say orally at some point. Because it was interesting to me to hear the way that she was kind of skirting around saying anything filthy. But still mm-hmm. had to discuss sex, so that was amusing at the very least. No, no, no. Um, I I pulled up the Ninth Circuit's decision, and it says um, here plaintiffs contend that the district court abused its discretion by striking individual words and groups of words from the definition of an adult film. Specifically, the district court struck part of eleven thirty nine oh ten of Measure B as follows. An adult film is defined as any film, video, multimedia, or other representation of sexual intercourse in which performers actually engage in, and then oral is crossed out, vaginal or anal penetration, Hmm. and crossed out, including but not limited to penetration by a penis, and then crossed out finger or inanimate object, oral contact with the anus or genitals of another performer, and or any sexual activity that may result in the transmission of blood and or other potentially infectious materials. So 
read without the things that are crossed out. It's in which performers actually engage in vaginal or anal penetration by a penis. End. Okay, so I'll, I'll link um, I'll link the video, the the AVN post, uh, the Free Speech Coalition statement on the whole thing, where they distinctly say that we asked the Department of Health to work with us and our work with us and our system to develop health standards and a permissive permitting system to be holistic rather than punitive to work with performers to develop systems to make sure this industry is shooting legally and to bring production back to Los Angeles County. Instead, Los Angeles County has adopted a scream that, scream, scheme that criminalizes adult production and provides incentives for those shooting outside the county or in the shadows. This is a worst-case scenario, not only for the performers whose health and well-being it will endanger, but for Los Angeles County public health policy. Uh, it says the Free Speech Coalition, along with performers and performer advocates, have been requesting a meeting with the Department of Public Health for over six months. They only finally agreed to meet with us last week. So that's fun. This is fucking absurd. Yeah, I, I there's got to be something that can be done, but I don't know what. So I'll keep my head to the ground or whatever. But I. I the 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 paid fucking supporters uh, is just it's just gross it's disgusting i mean hopefully the companies in southern california get it together and try to appeal and fight it in any way that they can yeah. i know for our stuff as we get closer to launch and go into production like i'm going to be looking for places outside of los angeles to shoot in of course why wouldn't you? <laughs> There's Ventura County, Santa Barbara, uh, Orange County. Connecticut. <laughs> True. Yeah. Is it Connecticut or New Hampshire? No, it's New Hampshire. Sorry. Why specifically there? Um, that's the other state along with California where it's legal to make pornography. Everywhere else is sort of this like gray area. Mm, I see. Um, that's weird. And in New York, there's a whole pile of old precedents that would have to be, like, dug through. So Remember that all of the links we talked about on this episode are available on the episode page on Riffopolis. You can reach it at rawfunny.com, where you can also send us uh, comments and messages and uh, topic suggestions in a private message so no one else sees what you're saying. While you're at it, why don't you hop over to the iTunes podcast store and rate us uh, rate us five stars or, or however many stars you think is appropriate. Anyway, we'll catch you guys next time.